Welcome to another episode of 15 Minutes in a Sauna. This is Jeff Bilbrey, and it is a beautiful, sunny Saturday afternoon as I sit here and record this. And I'm actually in a great mood. I don't know if it's sun or what, because I'm still dealing with this crazy back issue that I have. It's um, it's not fun. If any of you have ever dealt with sciatic pain, uh, that's kind of what I got going on. And uh, I couldn't go to the doctor because the chiropractor, because last week, I've been dealing with this for two weeks now, last week he had COVID. And then this week, my family got COVID. My, my wife and my middle child tested positive. Everyone else kind of had flu symptoms. I was mostly in the clear, still had a little bit of an elevated fever and just overall cruddiness. But today, today I feel good, minus the whole back thing. Um, but that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, because listening to your body and understanding what it's trying to say to you is key. Sometimes we push ourselves a little too far and it causes little things like this back issue to happen. And other times you don't listen as you continue to gain the weight, putting that on and, you know, that adds all sorts of issues. It can lead to, you know, high blood pressure. It can lead to um, just overall aches and pains. And uh, that is also my issue. Um, you know, I've, I've dealt with my battle with my weight for a long time. I've, I've yo-yoed so many times my, my, my Fitbit tracker. It, it looks like a roller coaster. Actually, it looks worse than a roller coaster. It looks more like a seismic event, uh, up and down and up and down, you know, and there's swings of 70, 70 pounds, you know, 30 to 70 pounds every time, 30 up, 30 down, 30 up, 30 down, 70 down, 70 up. Sometimes it takes a lot longer than others to gain back, uh, but I've not mastered the art of sustainability yet. And so I can feel it coming. I've, 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 uh, I've wanted to lose weight, but I haven't really wanted it, you know, and I've, I've, now it's time to start listening to what my body is saying. My body is saying, Hey, you're too heavy. You know, I'm topping out right now. I weighed myself up there at 259, 40 point, was it 41.5% body fat, which is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And, uh, this is a yo-yo. I was just a couple months ago, I was down 30 pounds. I was down to, um, 30% body fat, you know, making my way back down to where I want to be, which, you know, I'm not looking to be shredded, but I would like to be more towards the, the 220 to 215 range because I'm a big guy to begin with. And, you know, around 25, 20 to 25% body fat is comfortable for me. And that's the key, right? So everyone always says, well, you know, you don't need to lose weight. You look good. And it's not about looking good to you. It's about what I see in the mirror when I wake up in the morning. What do I, what do I feel about that person? And knowing that I have seen the other side of this, where I was down to a 34 gene from a 42, knowing that I've seen how I enjoy my face looking, which is a nice slim face, uh, 
it's not enjoyable for me to see the person I see in the mirror today and um, to look down and, and see my belly hanging over my belt. And, you know, even if it's, I don't mind it just a little bit, a little pudge is fine, you know, but I don't enjoy it. And, and more than that, more than the enjoyment and the self, uh, self-esteem aspect of it, it's not healthy for me to be at this weight. This is the weight that my body starts breaking down. Between 260 and 270, I have noticed every single time I've gotten this heavy, I have noticed significant changes in my health, in, in how I feel, in my chest, in how I feel uh, in my back, this pain that I'm feeling. I'm carrying a lot of extra weight. And uh, my ability to have any stamina, for any activity whatsoever is severely reduced. And yeah, you know, you might be sitting there saying, duh, you know, but especially if you're a thinner person that hasn't dealt with, with these issues, but the bigger, bigger of us out there are not in their heads. They understand. And so what do you do about that? You know, there's exercise, which is always a very tall mountain to climb when you are a non-exerciser. You know, you might start off good and then you put everything you got into your first workout and you fall flat on your face because guess what? You're not used to that level of effort and your body will let you know that. And if you don't listen, it will force you to listen. You can cause bigger issues, strained muscles, you know, pulled back, whatever. But you can ease into it. You can add a half hour of walking a day. That's what I'm going to do. I've got a treadmill. I've, I bought this damn thing, and I never use it. It's a clothes hanger. You know what I'm talking about. You buy these these big, expensive toys to, to try and help you uh, do the work that you just you need to put in yourself, and you never do. You use it maybe once, twice. I think that thing doesn't have 15 hours on it in the, the four years, three or four years I've owned it. Um, but I need to start using that. And if I can't use that treadmill, I need to start walking my dogs, you know, and it's a little cold outside for that right now. So every day I need to get on there and I need to be disciplined and I need to walk a half hour, have my morning coffee, get up and just walk for a half hour and listen to a podcast or listen to something. And that will help. The next step I'm doing, and I started this last night, is my diet. And so I talked a little bit in my first episode about going back keto. I don't know if I'm going to go full keto. I want to go low carb because I enjoy it and I I get good results out of it. My body's not very good at processing very carby meals, pastas, breads, things like that. They sit very heavy on me. It just doesn't digest, including beer. Beer is another big thing. My body just doesn't digest it very well or, or absorb it or whatever it is, the medical term, whatever it's doing. It doesn't do it very well. And so I need to start eliminating some of those things out of my diet. And what I did is I went on to uh, the old Googles and I looked up some meal services out there. I'm blessed enough to be able to afford a meal service. And when you you price it out, for the two of us, my wife and I, I'll cook meals for the kids, you know, but for the wife and I, you know, it comes out to like eight or $9 per meal, which 
you know, if we're ordering out, which we have been doing a lot this last couple months, we're spending significantly more than eight or nine dollars per meal for each of us. And so this is a more controlled element. I can I can choose my meals that have, um, you know, 600 carbs or not carbs, Jesus, 600 calories, 500 to 600 calories per meal. Uh, they're balanced. They have uh, veggies and proteins and some carbs. They're they're nice and balanced, and they're they're lower in calories. So by doing that, I'll be able to start better tracking what I eat, and so that will start to give me a better idea of what I can eat and how much I can eat. So. When I start something off like this in the past, and I've seen success, again, I've lost 70 pounds multiple times and I gained it back because I stop. I, I just, I have a, a self-destructive nature within me. And my self-destructiveness isn't drugs. It is eating things that I know I shouldn't eat. Uh, it has nothing to do with I need to binge or I love candy or I love cake or I can't live without bread. It has nothing to do with that. It is this thing inside of me that forces me to, I don't know, destroy that thing, destroy any gains that I have. Um, so anyway, to get back to it, I, uh, I looked up a, f- a couple different meal services. I went with one that we've used in the past called Sun Basket. Their meals are very good and you cook it. And that's part of the journey for me. You can buy these shakes, you can buy these pre-made meals uh, I've tried Nutrisystem in the past. I didn't have very good success over that or anything else. It's actually being able to cook and enjoying the process of cooking. When I've gone full keto, those are the things that I've truly enjoyed because there's a challenge in it. There's uh, you can you can say I want to make pizza, but now you have to learn how to make pizza with low carb ingredients and what does that look like and how do you how do you work those ingredients they're going to work a little different than normal bread dough you know it's it's you you really have to think things through and the final product if you've if you've put the time in it's going to taste fantastic and so to get us back in the mood of of eating smaller portions to get us back into eating more healthier choices i'm going with this sun basket and uh there's a lot of really just interesting um, choices in here, like Japanese curry chicken katsu with roasted vegetables and brown rice or, uh, Spanish greens, green romesco and your choice of protein, which is a, you know, like a chicken breast or, you know, uh, blueberry apricot sauce over your choice of protein and a sauteed kale, crustless pot pie with mushrooms, carrots, and your choice of protein, uh, shrimp paella, Fresh Pappardelle Verde with sweet pea, pisto, and sugar snap peas. Those are things you're going to cook. And this isn't a commercial for them by any means. But, you know, those that's going to get me back in the mood of loving to cook and not just, what can I make tonight? Oh, it's the same thing. We, we're going to make hamburgers. We're going to make, uh, oh, I'll cook a steak. Well, steak has even become routine, you know. So we're going to try that out. I'm, I've got three weeks queued up. I'm going to stick to the three weeks and see how I feel. I'm going to weigh myself every day, and I don't expect dramatic results. I'm going to walk 30 minutes a day starting tomorrow as long as my back 
allows for it. Now they say walking is one of the best things I can do for my back because it will loosen that piriformis muscle. That's the, it's a muscle that runs across your ass and ties to your hip. That's very tight right now. I, I irritated it when I was working on my flooring and it's gripping onto my sciatic nerve like a vice. And that's shooting down pain all the way down to just above my ankle. I can feel it like on the side of my leg. And so they say walking is one of the best things you can do to, to kind of relax that nerve as well as there's certain stretches I'm going to do and all that. So I am going to walk a half hour and I'll document it here as far as how I'm doing, uh, at least a half hour, maybe 45 minutes. And I am going to, uh, the, the, the meals won't get here until the 24th. So I got one more week of just finishing up what's in the fridge, um, and picking those out. But, um, we're going to try it, see how it goes, and I'll, I'll give you an update as to uh, how it tastes, how it works out, and everything else. But, uh, you know, with these last two minutes, I always like to kind of get to the root of the problem. And uh, what I'd like you to think about is your self-worth. I've seen this come up a lot in friends recently, and How do you associate your self-worth? What I mean by that is, you know, some people, they have to have validation from their jobs in order to feel worthy. Um, they're providing for their family, and, and if they lose their job, well, they've just, they're worthless. They're a failure. Or if you gain all this weight, then you're a failure. You're, you're just a slob. You're, you're, you're no good. You're no good for anybody. When you think about that, I want you to think about breaking away from those norms and associate your self-worth with your impact on the people around you and the life that you've lived. What, what have you brought to the world? How do you um, and that, that could be anything. It could be, you know, you've raised a wonderful child or, you know, you've, you've, um, you created something or, um, you've made somebody smile. You're just, you're, you, there may be just one person in this world that you're there and you've made a dramatic impact on their life. Your self-worth is not tied to something that somebody can take away in an instant or they can change with just a little bit of work. You make an impact every day when you wake up and you, uh, you can change somebody's life, positive and negative. And then the other thought I want you to think about is if you're going through a tough time and you, you do feel worthless, just remember that this too shall pass, Right? In good times and bad times, all things pass. I, I heard this on a, on a TikTok this week. Tom Hanks was talking about it. He goes, time is your greatest ally. Because all you have to do, if you don't like where you're at, is wait. Because guaranteed, it will change. It will pass. And so think about those words. Think about your self-worth. And until next time, I'm Jeff Bilberry.